The Judgment Day trying to recruit main event Jay Uso. Freaking Seth Rollins is at his breaking point with Shinsuke Nakamura. And Nia Jack squashes pretty much everybody <laughs> as well as a whole lot more to discuss on today's Monday Night Raw review. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and whenever you are in the world and whenever you are tuning into this video, my name is James Porcelli, and welcome to another edition of Ruthless Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, today is a very, very special edition of today's podcast. As you guys know from a couple podcasts or a couple episodes ago, I should say, uh, Brian Thomas has taken a quick leave of absence, at least for the past or at least for the, you know, for the next several days and weeks. So as you guys can see, we have a very special guest joining with me this evening. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to introduce to you a fellow uh, creator, a fellow social media creator. He does, obviously, me and him have met through TikTok, um, and we've become pretty pretty close, and we've talked a lot yeah. of wrestling over the past several weeks, man. So he talks sports, he talks movies, he talks comics, as well as professional wrestling, you name it, man. He he talks about it, and he covers it all. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce to you Mr. Jalen Johnson. Jalen, man, welcome to the show, bro. How are you? Man, I appreciate it, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here, man. Happy to see how many uh, hate comments we can get in the bottom. They come at you, <laughs> right. they come how at many you guys people, hard. How many people we can trigger, right, in one in man. one freaking episode? So the amount yeah, of, man, like I, I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time, man, uh, to uh, take the time out of your schedule to join with me, man. You know, definitely. Like I said, man, it was kind of you know since we've first met or first we first engage in each other's mm -hmm. content you know we've this this was definitely a a long time coming for sure but i do appreciate oh, sure. you man joining uh joining the show and we're uh we're gonna have some fun man of course you guys know today we are talking some monday night raw and all of that fun jazz but before we get into that man jalen i'll let you have the floor and uh and just introduce yourself to our ruthless talk community man about what you do the content and all your stuff all your platforms so i'll let you have the floor man the floor is yours take it away cool cool all right man i am jalen i go by any of all my social media platforms the same thing as jboogie underscore oh eight Find me TikTok, Instagram, X or Twitter, whatever the hell you want to call it nowadays. All of those platforms. I cover anything from, like I said, sneakers. I do hats. I'm a big hat guy. I got the Funkos in the back. The sneakers I got, hey. that's, that's, I'm, I'm all over the place with. I kind of do a little bit of everything, but wrestling has kind of been where I found my home. And even my guys are ruthless talk. I've connected with these guys and. It just it makes the community more fun, and then getting invited on here, man. It's just really an honor. I'm really appreciate you guys inviting me on today. I love that, man. I love that. You know, and we've we've always talked about, man. You know, and I've said it for since day one, man. It's all about just building a community, not just with wrestling fans, but like you know, people like you, other content creators, you know, and just building a wrestling community that I've always stated about people that can be proud of, man, and for people like you to just be on board and you know, always watching our content, man. It's, it's awesome, man. So I do appreciate that, man. And like I said, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, put his, you know, his Instagram his TikToks for you guys. Um, I'll tag him in all of our social medias and stuff. So make sure you guys go check his co content out. Make sure to give him a follow and spread the word, man. He, you know, he posts a lot of good content. So make sure you guys go check him out. So I think it's about that time to talk some Monday Night Raw, Jalen. I think we should uh, we should just dive straight into this thing. So a lot has happened, you know, over the past several weeks with the whole firings. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on with this whole merge. 
And, you know, of course, with The Rock, I mean, of course, if you guys uh, saw last episode, you know, I covered the whole thing about The Rock returning and where that could possibly lead to. Is it just like a simple one night stand? No, who freaking knows? And I'm sure we'll get more answers as we get closer, probably closer to the Rumble as well to WrestleMania. So there's a lot of stuff going on as well as Monday Night Raw from last night. So there is no time to waste. We're going to jump straight into the show, segment by segment, match by match. You go, you guys know how we do things, so let us dive straight into it. Monday Night Raw, September 18th, 2023, live in Salt Lake City, Utah. The show starts off hour number one with Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare. Whoa! With this freaking music and everything like that, right? <laughs> Cody Rhodes' music hits and he enters the ring. Dominic Mysterio interrupts right away, doesn't allow Cody Rhodes to even say a single word. Again, just being shattered, just shattered with freaking booze along the way from, from, the, from the Utah crowd. Uh, Dominic states that he is dedicating his victory to Mommy, a.k.a. Rhea Ripley, over Cody Rhodes <laughs> later on tonight. Uh, Cody Rhodes makes a few statements. He says a few words. Says, See, seems like Mommy has his eyes for Jay Uso. And of course, this kind of like ties into, you know, Jay Uso, you know, seems like we're the Judgment Day. He's <laughs> trying to recruit Jay Uso to yeah. the Judgment Day or something along those lines, right? And then Dominic finishes it off saying, Family always has each other's back. And that's when Priest and Finn Balor, your new unified tag team champions, they hit the ring. And this leads into a one-on-one match. This was Cody Rhodes versus Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> Cody Rhodes wins via a crossroads. I mean, I Jalen, I blinked and the match was already fucking over. It was pretty, pretty freaking insane. I'm like, how quickly that freaking match just ended. But we'll get to that in just a second. All members of the Judgment Day, they start to crowd Cody Rhodes. They're about to start, it seems like, a three-on-one assault. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn even up the numbers. And then the Judgment Day retreat up the rampway. And that's when I'm thinking, Jalen, I'm like, all right, we, we've seen this like so many times where the faces come out, <laughs> even up the numbers, right? And I'm like thinking, here we go. This is like just another, just another Monday, another Monday Night Raw. You got the Judgment Day. You got Kevin Owens. You got freaking who has Sami Zayn, Kevin, and just everybody's thrown out there. And it's going to lead to some six-man schmoz tag at the end of the night. But however, 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 uh, Kevin Owens grabs a microphone. As Cody Rhodes is leaving up the rampway and he's like, listen, you know, I, I, he's, he calls Cody Rhodes back in the ring. He's like, hey, you know, Cody, get, get back in the ring. I, I need to say something to you real quick. And then we go to commercial. When we come back to commercial, Kevin Owens asks Cody Rhodes, listen, dude, like, why, why is Jey Uso back here? Like, why did you bring Jey Uso <laughs> back onto this Raw roster in this locker room? And then Cody Rhodes states like, you know, listen, I'm trying to make these people happy. Everybody freaking loves Jey Uso and everybody deserves a second chance. You know, he deserves to prove himself and prove that he can change. You know, of course, if you guys know I me mean, and, and this is the thing, right? And I'm going to get to more of this in just a second. But, you know, this bloodline storyline, Jalen, it, it's like. It's obviously, as we all know, we've stated before many times, even on TikTok, we've talked about it like this. This storyline is going completely, just completely off the freaking rails. Yeah, However, it, it, ooh, it's yeah, crazy. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Yeah. It, it's even with the Judgment Day storyline, I know you're talking about the Bloodline too. Even with the Judgment Day, I went to Raw back in July in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and this is seemingly the same storyline that's been going on since July. Yeah. And we've had the same main event for about yeah. three months straight. Yeah. And I think the next same week, people. And I think next week is uh Owens and 
Zayn for the tag team title next yep. week for the, uh-huh. and I'm thousand percent sure that'll be the main event. Yeah. So it's just now. like I don't know what's going on. Even with the bloodline on SmackDown, they don't have a direction, but they're still getting mm-hmm. thirty to forty five minutes an episode, and I'm confused right. as to why. Yeah, dude, it's it's the Triple H special, bro. You know, Triple H just likes to take <laughs> the same amount of fucking people and just shuffle them in there. You know, one week it's not Cody Rhodes. Oh, let's throw a let, let's throw a Drew McIntyre in the mix. Oh, instead of Drew, here, let's, let's throw Matt Riddle in his flip flops in his fucking scooter, and we'll throw that into the mix <laughs> as well. That's that's the Triple H freaking. That that's that that's what he does, bro. That's 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 just what it is, man. The lackluster booking that. That, that that Triple H likes to provide, as well as Vince. I'm sure maybe Vince, does he have some say? Maybe, I don't know. But all I know is, man, like this is a Triple H production. And, you know, that's that's just what we've gotten, man. But um, but let me finish this, uh, this this segment here as, you know, so Jay or Sami Zayn, you know, he comes to the aid of Jay as for, uh, going or talking to Kevin Owens and saying like, look, man, you know, he's like, listen, I understand you can't trust Jay Uso, but you know, you need to, you know, like you gave me the second chance, right? Like you gave me the second chance. So that's why we became tag champions. That's why, you know, we, we became best, best friends once again. And we won those titles uh, at, at WrestleMania, you know, and Kevin Owens is like, all right, I'll just ignore the fact that uh, he cost you uh, the world championship uh, freaking at elimination chamber. I'm just going to ignore the fact that he cost you pointing to Cody freaking the, uh, the title at WrestleMania. Yeah. Let's, let's ignore all of that. Listen, I don't trust Jay, I, but I trust y'all. And I just hope you guys are right. And he drops the microphone and, and he walks off, leaving Cody Rhodes and Sami Zayn in the ring. And that is pretty much pretty much your segment there. So, I mean, so from the start of the show all the way up until now, we're at a good chunk of almost a half hour into the show. So before I get back to your thoughts, Jalen, I, I want to say this real quick. Look, you know, again, about the, this whole bloodline situation, right? It, it's like, like you said, with the whole Jimmy thing, like that shit is just, I, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> They're legit throwing baloney at the wall to see if it freaking sticks. However, the thing is with Jay, at least, and I said this on, on our Instagram, and I've mentioned this to a few people uh, in our platform, is like, at least with Jay Uso's side of the story, right? Because you have Jimmy's side of the story and you have Jay's side of the story. At mm-hmm. least there's legs to stand on with Jay, right? Because right. it's like you have the locker room. They don't trust him. They don't believe him. And he has to earn the trust from people like Kevin Owens. Drew McIntyre, and we're going to get to Drew McIntyre in just a second as he was a big portion of this show. So it, I like that aspect of where they're going with that. I, I, I do like the substance that's built. However, man, like, did I need to get through another fucking match with Cody Rhodes and Dominic Mysterio? And that's the thing, too, with Cody Rhodes, man. Like, and I saw this coming, and Jalen, you, and you've seen me make this statement. They have no direction for Cody Rhodes other than to throw him with the Judgment Day nonstop. That, and that's what they're doing, man. That, that's what the hell they're doing. <laughs> and we had to sit through 20 minutes of Cody Rhodes and Dominic in some awkward exchange and just in, in a simplistic ending to a one-on-one match just to get to, just to, get to this second portion of the, of the promo or the segment, whatever you want to call it. Like just start mm. that shit from the jump, man. Like why <laughs> did we, why did we need to waste 15 to 20 minutes of our lives to get to that freaking moment? But hey, listen, I, I digress, man, that at least portion of what the story is trying to be or trying to be told here. I like it. However, everything else in regards to how we're getting there, especially with Jey Uso, because like you mentioned, freaking Jalen, like you're going to get Jey Uso in matches with the Judgment Day alongside with Kevin Owens 
freaking Sami Zayn. It's going to yeah. happen because that yeah. that's it, like seriously, it's what's <laughs> going to happen. You're going to mix a, a Cody Rhodes in there. So I like what they're doing. It's kind of like a CM Punk situation, kind of. It's like everybody in the locker room kind of can't stand CM Punk, right? Realistically, <laughs> and they're kind of trying to take that same type of thing with Jay because he's with the Bloodline, they're the most hated faction in that company, and right. you know they, he has to earn his trust back. So I can understand that. And I like it. It has legs to stand on. Where does it go? I mean, I guess we're soon going to find out. But, Jalen, I'll let you get your thoughts in, man, before we get into this next segment. Your um, thoughts on Cody and just everything else as a whole, man. I, I'm i not a fool to this, I guess you could say. I've watched wrestling long enough to know when you don't have something for somebody. And um, there yeah. were some other segments last night involving Natalia and Becky, and I'm pretty sure we'll get to that. That was another you don't have anything for anybody. You're just making up whatever the fuck you, whatever sounds great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can't start off every show the same way with judgment day, KO, Sammy, Cody, and then end with them too. It's mm-hmm. getting to the point where I'm watching the show and I'm like, I already know how it ends. Do I need to watch the main event? Right. Or can I miss the, miss the first 15, 20 minutes? Yeah. Because they're already, I've seen this all before. Exactly, man. It's like watching the same exact show. It's like Stranger Things or whatever type of TV series you watch. It's like the same exact episode every yeah. single freaking week. That's what that's what Monday Night Raw and well, a SmackDown. SmackDown has had its moments, too. I don't want to, like, yeah. you know, just say it's just Monday Night Raw. But Monday Night Raw, for the most part, man, it's just like you see the same people setting up the same match for the same <laughs> main event. Dude, and Jalen, I've said this to Brian many times, like, I get to the main event and I just want to turn off the freaking television because like there's only so many, there's only so many six man tags that are being shoved so far down your throat to being like, all right, dude, like what, what are we doing, man? Like how many six man (laughs) tags do I need to see for the next freaking freaking week month? So it's, it's it's scary because it's like, you don't see it ending anytime soon because And I hate to go back to that comment that Seamus made about the they're not building any stars in Roman's absence, but everybody's having that issue right now. There's nobody that's built up to where they can take that place in the main event picture. Yeah. So I think that it's becoming more and more apparent that there's nothing for Cody. There's nothing for even Seth and Shinsuke kind of have like a little 10 minute segment that didn't really do much. Mm-hmm. And Dominic has three matches scheduled that y'all have announced in the week. He got squashed in about five minutes. Like you said, I blinked and I was the match was over. <laughs> right. And I was like, well, these guys just had a match at Money in the Bank that lasted longer. Yeah. So it's like, did Dominic go down the the scale or what what or Cody's just that much better? Like what is it now that yeah. changed what the dynamic was in that rivalry that they had? And then there was no yeah. JD McDonough. Like they didn't mention JD McDonough at all the entire night. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, where is he at in all of this as well? No, for real. And that's honestly been the kind of the best portion of at least what the Judgment Day has been involved in. Because lately, like, the Judgment Day is is like, I don't know if you feel this way, Jalen, but it's like, listen, I like the Judgment Day. I love everybody in the Judgment Day. Rhea, Damien, mm-hmm. like, they've all been, they've all done tremendous and they've all made each other better. I've said that for, I and I still stick by that. I've said it since I've had this platform and I'm still sticking to that. The Judgment Day mm-hmm. has done tremendous, you know, for, for each of those members, you know, building the best out of one another, right? But now it's at a point where to now you see them on Raw. 
You see them on NXT. You even see them on SmackDown. You're seeing them involved with the Bloodline, with AJ Styles, with all of these people. And it's just like, but here's the thing, though, Jalen. They don't have anybody else. The only maybe faction that you have is Imperium. That's really it. Yeah. Outside of that, they, yeah. And that's why you're seeing the, the random shuffle of the same amount of people facing the Judgment Day, Cody, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Right. They don't have anybody else. And that's, that's the <laughs> issue, man. It's, you know, if they listen, if that triggers people, if that's if that, you know, wants to, you know, put some hatred comments on freaking TikTok later on, then I, <laughs> I don't know what people want me to say because I'm just, you know, in Jalen, you know, this man, I just, I call it, I, I'm just, you know, a very honest person. I just call it the way it is, man. And, you know, and look, it can, can this thing with Jay Uso have a semblance of hope? Sure, it could, yeah. especially with the whole locker room situation. But I just the Judgment Day, man, like they're just involved in way too many things and way too many different segments, man. And I feel like it's just overexposing them. And it feels like it's just shoved down your throat, just like six man tags over the last yeah. <laughs> month are being shoved down your throat. And it's just like enough <laughs> enough <laughs> but yeah man so i mean we'll we'll see where it goes uh in, in regard to that I, I mean honestly so i mean listen so i mean and we'll get to more jay uso later on but like you said man until they change this up they they got to get out of the shuffle of this of the same people starting in the same segment and just again it's the it's the vicious cycle that they keep yeah. doing however i do like the angle with jay uso i, I do like the whole mm -hmm. locker room trick and hopefully that and, and again the whole thing with drew that we'll get to later on it, mm -hmm. again it has legs to stand on <laughs> that's all at least for now <laughs> that's all i can really say in regards to that uh and like i said we'll talk more about jay and everyone else uh later on in the third hour of this review but let us move on into our next matchup next matchup is kofi kingston Versus one half of the Viking Raiders in Ivar. Um, Ivar hits a freaking moonsault from the top rope. That was freaking badass. Freaking shout out to Ivar and freaking how freaking a, a man <laughs> that freaking freaking do a freaking moonsault like that. Hey, freaking golf clap, freaking yeah. That. I mean, hey, yeah, let the me crowd listen. loved that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the crowd freaking. The crowd was really into this match. I mean, I will say this. Mm -hmm. I mean, the match for at least what it was. I mean, you know, again, outside of how we're getting to this match and what's moving forward into it, um, <laughs> it was an entertaining uh, – listen, it was it was entertaining for what it was. I, I give both of these dudes ma major, major props as freaking Kofi wins this match via the Trouble in Paradise, and that's it. So, yeah, Jalen, the only positive I have is good match. <laughs> that's really <laughs> – that's really it, man. I mean, you listen, you're going to – and we've seen this too – the, the, the New Day and the Viking Raiders. We saw it over on SmackDown legit not even too long ago. Guys, how did that work out? Nobody gave a shit, and it went freaking nowhere. And now we're doing the same thing on Raw, and it's just like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's just, you're going to see, what, another tag with with the new day and but are we going to get a Viking rules match? Are we going to see them on another fucking ship? Are we going to see them in a <laughs> two to three out of four? Like, well, like, guys, like, come on, man. It's just like, you know, <laughs> I, I just, I don't know, man, that that's all I can say. Jalen is, is just good match. <laughs> it was just a solid match. And that's really all I got. Uh, yeah, man, your, your thoughts. I, in regard I, I appreciate that. They had a match that was focused on wrestling. They gave yeah. you about 10 good minutes of wrestling. It was solid. The crowd seemed to be into it. 
my only question is, what does the New Day do? And is it about that time to kind of split them up? Because to me, it's getting to the point where yeah. Xavier Woods had his thing with Drew McIntyre last week. They had nothing to do with Kofi. This week, Ivar and Kofi had something. Xavier's not there. Where do we go from here with the New Day? I understand they're trying to hold on to it because of the greatness that they did and the tag division isn't that deep. And, you know, of course, the possibility of Big E coming back at some point. But is it about that time to bring those guys to do their own thing? Because we've all seen they're more than capable of doing it. But it's about that time. So if you're going to split them, split them. And for the Viking Raiders, put them in something more. I get the whole Valhalla thing. I liked the uh, Viking Rules match they had with Alpha Academy. It was entertaining. But is this going to elevate them to a tag opportunity or to a title opportunity? Or is it just you guys are just trying to fill the spot on the show for the night? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what it is. And that's that's what it's funny you say that, Jalen. Like, that's what I say a lot. Me and Brian have also spoken about this, too. It's filler. A lot of what you see yeah. on Monday Night Raw is just a whole bunch of freaking filler. And even though, look, again, this was a really good match. Again, the crowd was into it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ignore that portion of what this was. But le- like you said, man, like with the Viking Raiders and even with the New Day, especially with Biggie not being there. By the way, shout out to Biggie. I freaking miss freaking Biggie so much, dude. Man, uh, hopefully, hopefully, you know, he's he's. I mean, thankfully, he's able to at least freaking walk after that whole freaking neck injury. That was freaking just gruesome and just what he's had to go through in regards to recovery. So hopefully he gets back in the ring, but if not, you know, just thankfully that dude is just freaking okay. But still, I'm, we, I'm shout out to Biggie, man. That dude's freaking awesome. Hopefully he does come back, but um, yeah, man. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same with you with, with the new day, bro. Like they have been stale and their shtick has been redundant for years. Um, yeah. I, I just, I don't know if, especially if Biggie is not there and it's just Kofi and Xavier, it's just to the point where, again, it's just nobody, nobody cares about them anymore. And, and it's just, it's, and even the Viking Raiders, bro. Jalen, do you remember when this team was War Machine back within NXT and the War Raiders, bro? I... As soon as they were the Viking experience, they were fucking done. <laughs> like, dude, they, they were, dude, they were, it was over. It was over. They went through name change after name change and nobody, and you wonder why nobody has any connection to them. Cause you know, cause you're right. Like there are a, a damn solid tag team that can do wonders for this company. But the here's, but it's two things. Number one, nobody cares about them. No one has connection with them. And B, there's no tag. There's no relevant tag division to stand on, and that's just that's just the unfortunate about this whole thing, man. It's just like this tag division has just gone completely just in the fucking dirt to where nobody nobody cares anymore, man. So I mean, does this lead to a new day Viking Raiders another match that <laughs> that nobody really <laughs> needs to see? Probably. And, and yeah. then guys, and, and then what? And then what? It's just, it's, it so, just, it yeah, doesn't yeah, make but... any sense to me as to why you have so many tag teams there. Even mm-hmm. going to like the OC on SmackDown, you don't see them, but in a backstage segment, segment, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. You got too many teams right now that are just sitting, and I don't know why they haven't pulled the trigger on splitting up these damn titles. I don't understand what's taking so long with splitting them up. Yeah. 
because it's it's hindering. I, I you said with the with the judgment day, they shouldn't have to be doing triple duty all week. That's too much. Yeah. And to me, it's too many things that can go wrong in between mm-hmm. that'll put you in the same situation, like almost like with the women's tag team and get well soon, Sonya Deville. I hate that they got that win and then had to go wrestle a pointless match on SmackDown, tears her ACL, and then that's it. And I'm afraid yeah. that's the one thing for the Judgment Day that I am afraid for. Pulling triple duty at some point is going to put a stain on it. And yeah. especially when you got tag teams like the New Day, the Viking Raiders, um, even Alpha Academy, give them an opportunity to be the top dog. But I haven't heard anything about a number one contenders match. Hell, even a tournament in the Tony Khan word, you know, throw a tournament together. Tournament. <laughs> I've... <laughs> I've just seen I've seen nothing good old tournaments. <laughs> I've seen nothing that shows them a sign of that they want this tag team division to be premier. Like you said, it's yeah. all it's like a filler episode of a TV show. It just put this here. You guys a main event one time in two months, take up the spot, and then we'll go back to what we were doing regularly. Yeah. No, dude, you yeah, I can't I can't argue with you at all, honestly. I mean it's it, it's it's crazy, right? I mean, honestly, yeah. And and the thing with the tag titles before we move on into the second hour here, like, I mean, yeah, it's just they they've put themselves into a pickle, Jalen. Is what they've done. They they put themselves into a rock in the hard place with the whole when RK what was it RK bro and that whole Usos feud when they yeah. first started that whole unifi- unification of the titles, and now it's just like okay, we just unified these titles. And now what? It's this kind of the same thing with Roman, right? They unified these titles at Wrestle. Was it? It was WrestleMania against Brock. And now, yeah. okay, Roman has two belts. Okay, now what? Let's just let's <laughs> add a, let's add another Jalen. Let's add another title and try to make it just as prestigious. And and let Seth Rollins hold on to it because he's so deserving of a championship. When at least up <laughs> until this point with Shinsuke, and there's been some good with Shinsuke. I, I, I'll admit with that, but but. Mm-hmm. Up until this point, man, Seth Rollins, and it's no fault to his own, really, but he has this the, the World Heavyweight Championship, guys, is nothing but a paper championship. It is a it's it's a dud, honestly. It really it's 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 a cover up of this company knowing that they effed up to get to, <laughs> to, not to, to put two belts on, on Roman. And not only that, but for Roman to win at WrestleMania, which again, I know people can't stand with me keep saying this, but again, I have to keep saying it. Cody Rhodes should have won that freaking belt at WrestleMania, and we wouldn't be in this freaking shtick with Roman still holding on to this title and this bloodline storyline not really making that much sense anymore. So it, it, yeah. It, yeah, the whole unification stuff, Jalen, just as a whole, not just the, not just the tag title situation. You know, they they made it sound cool. You know, oh, unification. Let's build a pop. You know, a cheap pop in the rating, and then like, oh well, fuck. We just we don't know what to do anymore. Hey, writer six twelve. You know what to do? No, uh, uh, okay, yeah. Well, oh, let's let's uh, <laughs> let's just let's just keep the. No one's gonna say anything, right? And just keep the belts. Just 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 have them keep unifying the belts because no one's gonna say nothing, right? Because that's the thing with with this with this wrestling community, right? They'll just you know, oh, like they know what they're doing. Fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> it, it's 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 definitely okay to admit sometimes that they made some terrible decisions. Yeah, and of late there have been some very very questionable decisions. Me personally, I don't think Seth should have held this title after SummerSlam. 
I think you should have gave it to Finn. It would have, even though the tag titles have helped Judgment Day, it's not mm-hmm. elevating them like it should. Yeah. And I think that world title on Finn would have made it that much sweeter. And you could have had the whole him and Damien back and forth. But I get it. You're trying to stretch it out. And you're trying to stretch it out till Mania season. But we've got a long way until Mania season. Yeah. To try to and keep that, a lot of these stories and going. That's the scary, and that's the scary thing about it, Jalen, is that there are fans out there that actually trust this company to actually push <laughs> this all the way till WrestleMania season. I'm like, what fucking world do you think that they're actually going to make this work and drag it out. It's just, it's, it's baffling, bro. Because of, and the reason why I don't believe it, I'm sure Jalen, you don't believe it is because, you know, they've, they've done stuff like this before countless yeah. times. And, you know, and until something different happens, then that's just, that's just the narrative of everything. So, um, but yeah, man, that's just, it's a mess. <laughs> it's yeah. just a, it's a mess at the end of the day, but let's move on into our number two as it starts off with Seth Rollins. Uh, Well, Shinsuke Nakamura made his entrance as he was going on to face Ricochet in a one-on-one match. Seth Rollins' music hits as he's trying to go after Shinsuke since security and officials are trying to separate Rollins at the rampway. He comes storming to the ring, and then, like, freaking, it's like a cat and mouse game. Freaking Shinsuke leaves the ring. Uh, (laughs) Freaking security is, like, freaking trying to separate the two. You know, Rollins is like kind of what unhinged because he's because Nakamura is in his head or whatever. Um, and then that's when we get into this match. A freaking Jalen, I have to bring this up. The freaking Ricochet was in a backstage interview and he talked about like he talked about calling himself a cheat code. He's like, I'm a cheat code and it's game over. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, listen, li- li- listen, much love to Ricochet. And listen, he's doing something right because he's with Samantha Irving. So, hey, much pro- hey, pro- yeah, yeah, yeah. Freaking she is, an ama- she is an amazing talent, by the way. Hearing her, Dude, yeah, live, shout out to Samantha. I've said crazy. that countless of times too, man. She is freaking awesome. But but with but with Ricochet, bro, like that's gotta be like I, I don't know. Like I like unless I'm not the one to like to make fun of people like that. But I just I had to like laugh and bring that up. Like that is the most. <laughs> it's just the most nerdiest freaking thing. Calling yourself a Chico, and it's like, come on. We went to like freaking AO. And freaking give me the hell yeah to freaking I'm a cheat code and it's game over. <laughs> God, oh Jalen, what are we doing, bro? What are we doing anyway? I, anyway, he's he's a he's an interesting character. Yeah, because you see the ring work. Like his match with Logan Paul, I think was great. Yeah, but I don't oh, absolutely. I but he didn't go anywhere from that, and now wow. we haven't heard from Logan Paul. So. Yeah. Is at the end of the day, it always wraps around with him to what do you do next? You get a premier win, and then you just never hear from him again. This is literally the same cycle with Ricochet. Yeah, and I'll, I'll get more into Ricochet. It's funny you mentioned just Ricochet's situation. I'm going to get to him in just a second. But uh, we move on into this match later on in the second hour with Shinsuke Nakamura versus Ricochet. Uh, Nakamura grabs a steel chair, Ricochet sidesteps it, he delivers a super kick, and Ricochet hits Nakamura over the back with or over on, or onto the back of Nakamura, forcing a DQ. Uh, Ricochet's like pleading his case, which was freaking weird. Um, freaking Nakamura blindsides Ricochet from behind. He's like targeting his leg or his ankle or something like that. And then Rollins comes out of nowhere once again. He freaking attacks Shinsuke. And then once again, freaking Seth Rollins is just left laying once again. He goes for a pedigree and freaking uh, counters it via a back 
or whatever you freaking call it, but he counters the pedigree or whatever, <laughs> uh, whatever you freaking call it. Um, but yeah, Shinsuke counters it. He delivers a backdrop, a backdrop onto a steel chair. Uh, and then Nakamura slams Rollins onto the announce table. It's like a, like a side suplex onto the announce table. So obviously they're trying to tell the story with the whole, the back injury or whatever, like, you know, Shinsuke's mm-hmm. trying to target the back. Um, you know, Shin, you know, he's like a wounded animal and like freaking Nakamura is like, he's like <laughs> his prey or something like that. Right. So look, and that, and that's the segment freaking Shinsuke walks off. He, he grabs like one of those like fat heads, like those fat heads. Of, oh, like, that was, that was he, like, great. Puts it over his that face. Was that was kind of funny. That, that, that was actually pretty funny. <laughs> um, so look, man, and that was your segment. So man, it's, it's, it's weird. Right. And, and Jalen, I, I said this last week, right. It's weird how the moral of the story is the, is, uh, is an attack right from payback this was the match after mm. payback when payback went off the air via a blindside attack so the moral of the story is an attack that majority of fans who are watching on television never really saw never. you know what i'm saying i'm so it- glad you i'm so glad you said that oh my god <laughs> Because I was right. at home, and after the match went off and I saw the little WWE logo, I was like, all yeah. right, it's cool, it's done. And then I get on Twitter, and they're like, oh, well, this is what happened afterwards. Right. And Shinsuke, Lord Jesus, he pulled an Austin, an Austin Aries and, like, lost a match and rolled out the ring and was standing there. And I was like, you just right, lost yeah. a match. You didn't look hurt. You didn't look defeated. You were just kind of yeah. like, dang, I just lost. Okay. Like, damn it, man. Now I I'm going to wait till he gets halfway up the ring. Like- Fucking a man, like well, just <laughs> sulking and his freaking licking his wounds and shit. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm with you, bro. It was so it was so odd, and now because here's the thing, right? And let, let me let me be positive. Let me let me shed some positive light here, real quick. I really do like Shinsuke's change of character. I do. I, yeah. I like the subtitles. I like the vignettes. I, I like him using his native language. And using subtitles, right. I like it. It's it's it actually like this is like Shinsuke has never you know felt you know at least in his character like important at least you know depending you know the booking and the match and everything else like that's besides the point but just the change in his 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 you know demeanor it's it's good right. I, I like it and it has yeah. it, it has a place but he's gonna he lost this match simplistically very freaking simplistically at at payback and, and guys <laughs> this is gonna lead to what he's gonna lose again so we're building up Shinsuke just to lose yet again. We're, we're, we're continuing this, this train for Shinsuke to take another major L because guys, listen, as much as we want to try to maybe believe that they could give the belt to Shinsuke guys, it's, it's not, it's not happening. I, I, unless, unless somebody tries to prove me otherwise, guys, it's not happening, bro. <laughs> if he didn't win it the first time, why the fuck would he win it at a, fa- like, guys, come on, like, stop. Um, and, but and, yeah, uh, we have to blame, we have to blame, ourselves as fans for the reasons why Seth isn't losing that title anytime soon. Because yeah. like it or not, people see the comments that people say every day of this person isn't ready. Who's going to be watching if this person has the title? Mm-hmm. They got those. They see that. So that's why they give it to Seth Rollins. That's why mm-hmm. they kept it on Seth this long. That's why he didn't lose the Finn. That's why he's probably not going to lose the Shinsuke. And I think Shins- what they're doing with Shinsuke right now is great. But I'm also confused as to say he does beat Shinsuke. How long does Seth keep up the whole my back is hurting situation? Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Because no, no yeah, matter yeah. who you put him against, are they going to keep targeting the back? 
or why is nobody else targeted the back? Like it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, it, and that's and that's a weird thing, right? Because yeah, it seems like you know, I mean, do I dare say they're dragging this out? Because like, because that's the thing, right? Because we know, I think Jalen, me and you can kind of put two and two together. Like we know how this is pretty much going to. Pretty much going to end. Seth Seth is going to retain this title against Shinsuke, probably at Fastlane. So <laughs> yeah. it's just it's it's just okay. So you're changing the aura of his character. That's great, and it, it, it's awesome. Right. But but with this new character, he's taking two major freaking L's. One of them was so simplistic; it, it made Shinsuke look really really freaking weak. I mean, just yeah. one simplistic stop, and like that that was it. So, <laughs> right? It, it's just so, yeah. And and then you have Ricochet. Let me get to Ricochet before we move on into hour number two here. Like, and now Ricochet is involved in this. And I'm thinking, like, why? I, I just, it's so out of left field. I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, Jalen. It's just really out of left field why Ricochet, and all he's doing is just getting his ass whooped. <laughs> That's all he's done over the past two to three freaking weeks. <laughs> Is just get his ass whooped, like you said, man. Man, that freaking that Logan Paul match. Wow, that that really did wonders for that freaking dude, man. He's and now he's just he's getting. I mean, but you know, it's it's just like what are we doing, man? It's so odd of of what we're doing with Ricochet. It's just like even like just a couple weeks ago, the, I think it was Monday Night Raw in Charlotte, the 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 show that I was supposed to go to, um, mm-hmm. and freaking shinsuke turns down a world title match but again he'll wrestle ricochet for 20 fucking minutes and i'm like what what (laughs) what are are we doing it's just it's so weird on how listen i understand the back i'm not going to say it doesn't make sense because at least there there's a moral of the story with the back which is okay fine i can respect that but like you said jalen it's like it's at a point to where how long can they keep this up when we already kind of know where this is pretty much leading to and with ricochet like he has this and listen man i i i thought that match with logan was tremendous i thought it did wonders for ricochet in defeat but ever since then they've done nothing with him bro they've done absolutely nothing he was in a they gave him an intercontinental championship opportunity like bro like logan paul would be more deserving of that opportunity than ricochet they put like all right. of the losers people that have been losing and then adam pierce is like <laughs> here go get a here's an opportunity for a title and everyone's like okay and i'm just like uh, okay and then ever since with and ever since then ricochet has done nothing but just get his ass kicked and and that's probably the vicious cycle that we're also going to be repeating as well so, I do think that Ricochet is the fall guy. I, I think that they're about to make him the fall guy for this rivalry. I think yeah. somehow they're going to make it a triple threat match at Fastlane. Oh, and, no. and Ricochet is going to take the pin. And that's how you keep this rivalry with Seth and Shinsuke like, yeah. going oh. for another month or two. But I'm pretty sure Ricochet is the fall guy right oh, now. Oh, man. Jalen, don't paint that, in, that image in my head, bro. Oh, <laughs> God. Rick and listen, Look, I saw it this I, morning. I know, I know it sounds like I really like shit on Ricochet a lot, but guys, like, trust me, like I look Ricochet and like I say about everybody has a place, right? But you're gonna give this and, and, and no, and I agree, dude. Like I, I agree that that's where they could go, especially to to continue to drag this out. Absolutely. Mm. But to involve Ricochet to to be involved in a world title match <laughs> that he's done nothing but lose. <laughs> It's like all oh, wins and losses don't matter. Yeah, they do. <laughs> like, yeah. dude, if, if you're somebody out there that thinks that wins and losses 
right? And momentum doesn't matter. You're a fucking, listen, no disrespect. You're a fucking <laughs> idiot. Like, honest to God, man. It's just, oh man. But no, I, I can, Jalen, I can see it now, man. It's, it's crazy. Oh man. You painted a really bad picture in my head now, but I mean, man, I saw, cool. I saw people talking around it on Twitter and I just put two and two together and I was like, yeah, Ricochet's yeah. the, he's probably going to attack uh, Shinsuke at some point after probably being gone for a week or two. Yeah. All my legs hurting, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then there's a triple threat match. And, and there here we is. go. Yeah. We'll see, bro. We'll see. That is definitely something that WWE and Triple H would really freaking do. So that would not shock me in the freaking slightest <laughs> at all. But let us move on into our number two. Uh, up next, we had Chelsea Green and Piper Niven backstage. Jalen, this was freaking awesome. Uh, freaking Piper Niven asked Chelsea, like, if we're such good friends, like being a tag team, what country am I from? And freaking Chelsea Green is like, uh, Ireland, freaking uh, Florida, <laughs> Florida. <laughs> Dude, Chelsea Green, man, I've said it so many times, bro. Chelsea Green is fucking awesome. She, like the comedy, like the, her comedy is just, it's so freaking good. It, it really, really is, man. Shout out to her. That shit was, that had me freaking die laughing. That was freaking awesome. You know, again, it's like, it's some, positive light of what this this shit fest has been with this the tag title situation with her and, and piper niven and of course you had sonia deville and she got injured off so at least that was just a little quick laugh i had to bring that up because that shit was man funny. it was it, it was a great segment chelsea is doing i i love that they kept those titles on her and just let her be herself this is what I would like to see wwe do let these guys show their character and personality yeah and i'm pretty sure her being married to Matt Cordona has helped her with that goofy side of it mm-hmm. because you got to see it on full display. And I love that segment. I, th- I think that was a beautiful thing for them to do. Yeah. Yeah. And there was like stuff. I think there were, they did a segment to where like on, um, it was like a vignette segment of like her, like on a bunch of TikToks and her being like on TikToks and being like freaking like her yelling at a freaking, uh, at, at a passenger, on the, uh, uh, in the middle of traffic <laughs> or whatever, dude. It's freaking because it's and also it it, it it it's awesome too, right? Because it's believable. Like you believe that character would do some right. shit like that. It's just <laughs> that's what makes it the funny out of out of all of it. But yeah, shout shout out to Chelsea, man. That's that shit is freaking. And I hope they I hope they keep doing stuff like that with her, like vignettes like that, to really make people continue to connect and really care about freaking uh to care about chelsea green and it sucks with her situation with the with the tag titles man and of course me and you have talked about it on tiktok and everywhere else like that shit has been just a freaking mess with the injuries and the booking and just it, it's it's been crazy man but chelsea <laughs> she's still been able to just be freaking like you said herself in in this character right. so that was really really cool to see uh but up next we have a tag match with Shayna baszler and zoe starks Versus Piper Niven and Chelsea Green as freaking Samantha Irving, <laughs> right? Uh, so look, man, the crowd dead freaking silent. These people man. did not give any just two fucks about this at all. Um, it's and it's really a shame, man. Like like Jalen, like I I watch this, right? I'm watching like these are the women, right? The, the your women's division, like at least a sample size of your women's division. And you look mm. at that crowd and they don't even budge. They don't budge out of their seat. They don't make any noise. They just sit there like. 
Not nothing. <laughs> not a freaking word, bro. <laughs> and it's su- dude, it sucks. Because all Man. four of these women, even including Piper Niven, regardless of how you feel about her and everyone else, there's a lot of talent, man. So much talent. Even Zoe Starks. And I, if people are, you know, iffy about Zoe Starks, I can understand that, man. But she, with the whole Becky Lynch and Trish thing, and I know some people are kind of iffy about that, but I think she held her own very well being alongside Trish. And I thought it's done tremendously well for her in that whole Becky yeah. feud. And now her reward, Jalen, is to be in a tag team with Shayna Baszler as a baby <laughs> face. The same baby face <laughs> in NXT that didn't do shit. Oh and they're going to turn her baby face and it's going to do what, man? She's going to connect with what audience as a baby face? Anyway, I was so confused on. because I'm so high on Zoe Stark. And I even went back when she got drafted to Raw. I made a video saying that that was one of my favorite picks for Raw because yeah. it just made sense because I watched her in NXT and I watched what she could do in the ring. But like you said, even in NXT, she wasn't really connecting unless she was a heel. Yeah. So to see this random tag team, and like you said, everybody in that match, that tag team match, I could see as a world champion. All yeah. four of those ladies could be a world champion. Mm-hmm. But as we get to the conclusion of that match, once again, they were just another filler spot. Once that we, as we come to find out. Oh yeah. Oh, we're gonna get to that. We are gonna get to that, Jalen. Oh man. So, so yeah. So the match, like I said, crowd didn't give a shit. Didn't care. And yep, she injures most girls. Nia Jax interferes. <laughs> and the reason I say injures, right? I you know I I remix to that song, right? You know, freaking because she like is just look. She's unsafe. She's an unsafe yeah. in-ring worker, you know, that she was released because of. And WWE decided, let's bring her back. Let's let's kick <laughs> Sasha Banks. Let's kick Trinity Fatu to the curb. And let's bring back Nia Jax. Like, she's going to do wonders for this division. Get the fuck out of here. It's, it's unbelievable. But here, I'll, I'll let you get to your take, Jalen, in just a second. But, yeah, guys, she uh-uh. takes out everybody. Guys, I'm not kidding. Everybody, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Starks, Chelsea, and Piper all get laid out by Nia Jax. I mean, and she says the division is on notice as Nia Jax walks up the ramp and stands tall. <laughs> everybody. Uh, Noah Jalen, I'll let you have the floor on this one, man. Your, your thoughts in regards <laughs> to Nia Jax and just taking out everybody. Man. Where's yours? I think you guys know from, I think you know from my videos, I'm big on the women's division. I. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what bothered me the most about this was the last time we saw her before last week was Mania. But not Mania, the Rumble. Mm-hmm. As the last entrant. And nobody expected that. And then she disappeared for an entire year, basically. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the unsafe why people are arguing with it. When I saw the, the video that Stevie Richards put up on his YouTube and he broke down why the bonsai drop she did was unsafe and all that stuff. I don't understand how you guys argue with professional wrestlers about what they think. If they're selling you this move that she's doing is unsafe and that she's hurting people, the proof is there. We saw Becky with the bloody nose. That picture is probably painted somewhere in the WWE headquarters yeah. because of how famous it is now. Um, mm-hmm. Kyrie Sane literally did not want to work with her again after that. 
Becky just happened to start going to NXT the minute that she got there. So it's not a good thing. And Nia's a big girl, beautiful woman, but she doesn't, I feel like she doesn't understand her body control. Mm-hmm. It's not like working with a guy like the, like we saw working with like the big show or even a Piper Niven. I haven't seen any Piper hurting anyone. Piper knows how to land. She knows how to fall. This just seemed like if if you're going to make her go up against Rhea and Raquel or whatever you want to do with that, cool. At what cost are you doing that in an already weakened women's division? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, it, it's tough, man. It's <laughs> tough. It's, it's <laughs> I, I cringe every time I see her go to do something now, especially like a big move, because right. I don't know how it's going to land. And then last thing before I let you go, I'm sorry, I know I'm ranting a little bit. I hated the interaction her and Shayna had because I felt like her and Shayna's interaction at that moment should have been bigger because of the last time we saw them in the ring together. Shayna essentially broke her leg or however you wanted to do it before she got released. Mm -hmm. And that didn't show anything. No. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's been... (laughs) Here, here's what I'll say, man. Here's what I'll say about Nia. I haven't really gone too in depth about this, um, obviously, because I did not do a Monday Night Raw review last week because it was not worthy of me doing a Monday Night Raw. <laughs> it just was not. I spoke a little bit about it in the cold open, my last episode talking about SmackDown. Here's what I'll say about Nia. Listen, I understand. There's you no know, Jalen. There's going to be people out there, right, that are going to say, "Oh, well." Maybe she got better. Let it play out. Let's see what she can do. Okay, maybe. We'll, we'll soon find out. I, I don't know. But, guys, we're once again pushing this narrative, right, about Nia Jax. She's going to dominate through the women's division. few things. Number one, we have seen this before. We have seen this company <laughs> trying to put Nia Jax on this pedestal that she's this dominant freaking force in this company. And nobody, nobody cares. It didn't work the first time or how many times you tried to do it. And now you, you bring her back in the same, pretty much the same persona, the same shtick. Yeah. And, and we expect a different result here. Now, does she, has she cleaned some stuff up in the ring? Is she, is she less unsafe than she was before? I mean, we'll soon find out when she's in an actual match, you know, coming up soon, but but man, it's just like, and you throw four of your main roster talents out there while all four of them need fucking momentum <laughs> more than I'm, ever. Oh my God. You hit I, it I on mean, the head Shayna right Baszler. I mean, how's Shayna Baszler's momentum doing? She beat Ronda fucking Rousey and she hasn't done shit. Zoe Starks took out Trish fucking Stratus and she's thrown in a tag <laughs> <laughs> with with Shayna Baszler and Chelsea Green, and don't get me started with the tag division. She's holding on to tag titles with no tag division that is completely irrelevant. These women need momentum more than ever. And what's the best thing we have for these women? Let's bring in Nia Jax to squash all of them. That's great. Awesome. What the fuck, man? It's, it's ridiculous. And, and it's just it's like, just confusing. Yeah, it, it really, dude. It, it's 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 confusing. It's a fucking mess. And 
and I don't know what we're expecting different. I, I, I really don't. Like, we're going to insert Nia Jax into a title match. Yeah, that's really going to freaking help. Um, like... It does like make it make sense, bro. Like, you, like you could have you, bro. You could have put freaking Barry Horowitz. You could have put the Brooklyn <laughs> Brawler in there to get Nia. Bro, Nia Jax can kick their freaking ass. Put the put put the Brooklyn Brawler. Put freaking James Ellsworth in there. Like you you put four <laughs> of your fucking your 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 four main roster talents in there that that need momentum that are coming off of big moments. By the way, two of them are Shayna Baszler and Zoe Starks. So how does this how does this benefit anybody? Just to push this Nia Jax image that she's the great that she's this dominant force. Like the fuck? It, it makes my biggest issue is where does where do you go from here with her? Because you also Raquel's somewhere. We don't know what the hell is going to happen with her after this. Yeah, because yeah. she could just go. She could just go back to waiting on Liv to get back to be. Living Raquel again, or like, what is what is going to be Probably. the, what's the end game with this? Because how long can you keep up Nia being the dominant force? And I know everybody's waiting on Jade to come. I'm telling you guys now, Jade's not coming for another three, four months. You, everybody can get that out their head. She's not. They're not. They're not putting her on TV anytime soon. So yeah. if Nia's running through everybody for virtually the next couple months, does she go straight for Rhea? Like, right. what does she do? That's what, and that's like you what said, I mean. because, and that's another thing too. I'll, I'll let, I'm sorry to cut you off, Jalen. I'll let you get back to it, but it's and the weird thing is about it, right? Even if they do do Rhea versus Nia, like who who's the face here? Is it like Nia Jack? Like to me, she's a heel. <laughs> Rhea Ripley yeah. or Rhea Ripley's a heel, is she not? So like that that and again, that's probably and, and and what they'll probably do again, they'll probably add a Raquel Rodriguez. Maybe mm-hmm. they'll throw in another body in there. I, I don't know. Make this a triple threat fatal four to make this somewhat stay face. So that's probably what they'll do. But it's just like, it, it's just, it, it's again, Jalen, it's, it's how we're getting there. It's like the, the approach of how we're getting there and how we've bring and how we've brought back Nia Jax and how in such a short amount of time, she has laid out almost half of the raw women's women's roster. <laughs> Like and she's going after a title. <laughs> it's just weird, man. But yeah, your your final thoughts, bro. It almost makes it hard to say, well, if Nia does lose to Rhea, or if Rhea beats Nia, who the hell else is gonna be an opponent? You just watch yeah. Nia go through the whole division. Rhea's yeah. been going through the whole division for the last six months. Who who's next? Exact dude, exactly, man. Exactly. Taking the words right out of my mouth. Seriously, it, it that's that's just what's so baffling about it, man. It, it's just like th- this company does not care about any of these in- about these women. Shayna Baszler, Raquel, Zoe Starks, even Chelsea Green. As much as she's already, she's she's building up herself, Jalen. Like she, Literally. like she's built. Like she is only she is like a fan. I guess you could say somewhat of a fan favorite because of her shtick or whatever. That's all from her. Like to, to right. be completely honest with you, yeah, she's holding on to a title, but again, how relevant is that fucking title? So <laughs> it's it, it's just it's just so odd how uh, once again, and I'll finish with this, man. Yeah, can can this night can Nia, has Nia Jackson prove? Can she improve? You know, may, could there be signs that she has improved? Yeah, sure, but why 
are we expecting that this agenda, if it didn't work the first time, like I always talk about Charlotte Flair. I hate to make that comparison, but with Charlotte mm. Flair, we keep putting title after title after title on this woman and expect a different result, Jalen. And it doesn't make sense for what? Because she's a flair because she's a, because she's a generational talent that is nowhere near as good as half of the women on your, in your company. It, it, and it's, it's bulletproof. Like anybody with two eyeballs and knows professional wrestling one-on-one clearly understands that Charlotte flair is nowhere near better than an Io Shirai, a Sasha Banks. Hell, I'll throw a Trinity Fatu Naomi in there, as well as, you know, all of these other freaking women, Bailey, every, I can go on and on. And we're doing the same thing with Nia, and nobody's buying it, man. Nobody. And we're throwing her in a title, which makes it even worse. And that's yeah. it. So At this point, unless you're going to throw her in the bloodline at some point, there's no true endgame. Yeah. So any story that she's going to have, unfortunately. Exactly. Exactly, man. Oh, man. It's a mess, bro. It's a freaking mess for sure. <laughs> well, moving on. Uh, up next to end our number two, we have Chad Gable versus Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed wins via the tsunami. And that's all I got. That, that's really, guys, I, I, that's all I have <laughs> guys, in my notes. See, 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 this, see these notes? That, that's legit all I have. Um, Bronson win just wins via the tsunami. I mean... Uh, guys, what 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 do you want me to say? Uh, honestly, like Chad Gable. So what is is oh Jalen is J, is Chad Gable going to overcome struggle and adversity to get back to the Intercontinental Championship? Like Jalen, I don't understand this this notion. Right? How every babyface, everybody has to overcome some type of struggle. We've done, like we we push this narrative about LA Knight. Thankfully LA Knight is finally getting the push that he got or should have gotten for the past 7 to 8 months finally. But even right. at a certain point in time with LA Knight just loss after big loss after big loss after big loss and we're just like oh let it play out. He needs to struggle. Okay, but you know what he also needs? He needs momentum. And, and that's the thing, bro. Like, and, and read the room the thing, with LA Knight, man. It's just like you hear the, the, the pop and the cheer and the connection that he has right now with these fans. And it, and you have him lose constantly to a point where casual fans, Jalen, I always talk about how casual fans, you know, again, people like you or me who are not as, you know, into or know too much about the wrestling game in and out inside and out right mm -hmm. they're just casual fans they just watch maybe a wrestlemania or a raw every so often or a SummerSlam, right and they right. come across that like la night and they say oh snap this dude's getting a good reaction i got to see what this dude does and he loses simplistically and that's what makes your casual fans and what other fans that could just turn the turn the tv off like why do i need to see this guy wrestle he just keeps freaking losing that's the issue Right. We all like L.A. Knight. We know that the dude is talented and we know he's not buried. Like, I hate that word buried. That is so freaking overused. <laughs> like they like Jalen, I swear, like so many people use like wrestling terminology to sound smart and they, they, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, like it's, use it's it buried terrible. and let it play out like, yeah, yeah dude, it's, it's terrible. It is so bad. Um, but back to Chad Gable, man. So now like. To, to, I mean, so it's, I mean, well, Tommaso Ciampa, and we're going to get to him shortly too. Like, it seems like he's going after this IC title now. So is, is Chad Gable just going to go back with Alpha Academy? 
and, and competing again in a nonsensical tag division over there? Or does he have to overcome struggle and, and at first <laughs> and get back to the gun to get back to Gunther's IC championship? Like, guys, come on, bro. It's just this whole struggle and like the slow burn of somebody taking law. It's just guys, it, it's like, I'm done. It, like there's no, there's a, is there a place for it? Yes. But not at all the time, bro. That's what this company loves to do. Six man tags, whatever you name it, like the notion, the redundancy mm-hmm. of what this company does and they shove it in the freaking dirt. <laughs> Struggle adversity is one of them, bro. <laughs> And it's so odd to me. It, it's so odd. It's just like, oh, it's just like, but he had a great match. So he looked good. He's special. That, that's weird. <laughs> is that like, Jayla, I see you're shaking your head. Like, it's, it's just so fucking odd. It's, but it's, yeah, your, your thoughts, man. Your thoughts, bro. I, I tried to look at the positive of, right. well, are they going to, with the Tommaso Champ thing, I know we're going to get into that in a little bit. Or do you have now three people? Because you now you have Tommaso Ciampa, Gable, and a Bronson Reed maybe all going for the IC title. Like, are you trying to build around that division of it? But like you said, it's apparent that they want Gable to be the one to take that title off of Gunther. But yeah. what happened? To, like, it? how do we get there? And like, I've, already, I've said this before. Adversity is like the word of the year for WWE. If you don't go through adversity, just know you're not getting anything. Right. And I think that's <laughs> it, it, it's almost like a you can't be right there. Because I think they even are doing this with Santos and Rey Mysterio, where it's like the LWO have been losing since they gave them the damn t shirts. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden you get Ray a title and Santos is still losing. And it's like he had to go through six, seven months of losing to get a U.S. title shot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what what, what, what comes next for Gable? Because say he does lose, what do you do after that with him? Like you said, right. Alpha Academy goes back to the tag division that doesn't exist. Bronson Reed, who I think is a guy who, I know everybody wonders, you know, oh, this person's been to come to four years since they returned. How has it been? Bronson Reed has been my guy that came back and to me has had one of the biggest impacts. Even dating back to the Elimination Chamber where people finally got to see who he was, mm. he's constantly showing you throughout. He's a guy you can build something off of. Yeah. But just throwing him in random, you know, rivalry with Shane Kinsuke for a week, him with Tommaso Ciampa for a week, there's got to be some kind of end goal yeah. with what this is. And if the IC title is the end goal, cool. But how do we figure out how to stop making this last so goddamn long. I don't need to see Chad Gable lose to Gunther three times and the one time he finally wins the title. And then all of a sudden, magically, after struggling, he can beat him in their rematch. What is the end game with everything that's going on here? And with Chad Gable, I feel like they had the right momentum. Cool, let him lose, you know, the the so Gunther can beat the record. But why not just go ahead and put him back in that same situation again? Just, yeah, hey, yeah. this is your last time. Hell, put your career on the line if you got to. Right. But do something that makes it high stakes. I know mm-hmm. people want the Iron Man match, and I think that's the best choice. They're going to have to go 60 minutes, and they're going to have to fight. 
Yeah. And we, that's the only way to get that title off of Gunther and say, hey, he still beat up Gable, but Gable overcame it at the end. That could have been the adversity. Not three straight losses and hoping that it sticks after a while. Right, yeah. And, and you, I mean, you would think if there is going to be a third match, there there has to be, like, some sort of stipulation, whether it, that is, like, an Ironman match or whatever the case may be, like, two out of three falls, like, who, whatever it is, right? Like, there has to be, like you said, an, an end goal and a way for this to just, again, just do wonders for Gunther as well as right. for Chad Gable because the thing is, man, like, if you were to tell me that Chad Gable would be the guy to defeat Gunther, I would believe it, honestly, as right. well as Tommaso Ciampa. We're going to get to in just in just a second, and and, and I'll get more and I'll get more into who I think would be the right decision to defeat Gunther, and I'll, and I've talked about it before, but I'll get to that in just a little bit. But and like and like you said with Bronson, like you know, and I like Bronson, I, I do. I mean, I'm not a fan of the guy. I mean, yeah, he's big, move <laughs> for a big boy. That's and that's awesome, but yeah, it just seems like they put him on a winning streak for a while when he first got there, and mm-hmm. it just seemed like they just had no idea what to do besides throw him with Shinsuke, Ricochet, put him in a jobber match here and there. And, and I love jobber matches. Like, I freaking love that stuff. <laughs> to build up a superstar. Like, dude, like, I, dude, Jalen, I would legit take a jobber match. Somebody like freaking Bronson and beat the living shit out of him for legit freaking five ish minutes. Then two gymnasts competing in a, in a wrestling match for 30 plus minutes with just, just (laughs) I'm serious. Right. I mean, listen, I love great wrestling. I truly do. Yeah. But I also like, you know, I also want characters to feel and a story that makes sense. That makes the match and the moves that much more special. Right. Right. And that's that's it. Not saying that everything has to be a soap opera. It can be just as the simple, you know, just as simple as as, as it can get, you know, and with Bronson right. Reed, like you said, like, it just seems like there's just no end goal for him. And they're just throwing him in. Oh, what's what's a what's a good big man that we can throw somebody in with to win a big match? Oh, Bronson Reed's your guy. And that's pretty much. Who yeah. He is. So yeah, I don't know, man. And maybe does with this win, does Bronson? Because you know they had a backstage altercation, like oh, like I deserve that intercontinental title shot. You go to the back of the line. Are they going to insert Bronson Reed? Like, are we going to get like a fatal four way? Is Gable going to also get another opportunity? But is it going to be with like two other individuals? I, I can see that happening too when it comes to Tommaso, Bronson, Gable, and Gunther. Could that happen? Maybe right. at freaking I don't know. I mean, Fastlane, I don't know. I mean, Fastlane or maybe, dare I say, Survivor Series if they want to push it that long. I, I don't know. But I, I, it's it's just, it's interesting. So I, I don't know where that goes from there, but I guess we'll we'll soon find out. But we'll we'll talk more about uh, the Intercontinental title situation as Tommaso Ciampa, who was involved in this whole Intercontinental title situation, was involved in the match uh, at the end of the second, or the end of the third hour, I should say. But we'll get into that in just a second. But starting hour number three, we have the Grand Slam. What, what do they call her, Jalen? The Grand Slam. Mon. Grand Slam Bex. Grand Slam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Grand Slam Bex, right? Or something along those lines, right? <laughs> um, yeah. As she is now your new NXT Women's Champion as she held an open challenge for that NXT Women's Championship. 
um and freaking uh who came out natalia came out good old natalia <laughs> good old natty nightheart came out um and freaking becky states like she's like listen you know i, I listen I, I respect you natty I, I i you know we've been we've known each other for a long time but like i was like you know i was looking for someone new someone that's like you know new that hasn't gotten a whole lot of opportunities and freaking natty took that to freaking art like listen i've been in this business for 15 years no one's more well respected than me i deserve this more than anybody she called Becky Lynch a hypocritical ginger bitch <laughs> and she shoves Becky <laughs> and Becky's like, all right, you want to play this game? All right, I'll accept. And then that leads to our match between Becky Lynch and Natalia. And Becky Lynch, guys, wins via the awe-inspiring, the ultra, Jalen, this is the ultra-devastating maneuver. Are you ready for it? You ready for it? Ready for it? <laughs> the roll-up finish Becky oh Lynch the most devastating maneuver in all professional wrestling the freaking roll up and and Natty has taken more more of that shit than anybody outside of Shayna Baszler by the way um yeah and, and that and that's it so Jalen I'll let you have the floor man you seem like you've got a lot on your mind and you want to say so you, you got a lot you want to say so I'll let you have the floor, man. The floor is yours about Becky Lynch and her her holding on to this NXT women's title bro I am not a fan. I don't mind Becky winning if they are going to give it back to Tiffany Stratton. I'll just say that now. And let Tiffany Stratton, because I feel like the way she won the NXT title didn't do enough for her when she first got it. It didn't elevate her to that superstar that we know she can be. But to go to this match, there's got to be somebody else in the damn back room besides Natalya. It's almost like she's like, she's like, she has to be like standing at the door of the office every day. Like, I can do it. Whatever you need me to do, I can do it. And I get that and I appreciate that. And I heard the rumors that it was supposed to be Tegan. Hearing what Natalia said to Becky would have meant more if it came from a Tegan Knox or someone else that was younger mm-hmm. because they haven't had opportunities. We just watched Natalia get beat in Saudi in a minute and a half. Then she put on some. She magically somehow remembered how to wrestle to wrestle a good match against Rhea. And now all of a sudden she gets an NXT Women's Title match, which she's over. I think over three or four in those yeah. matches. Mm-hmm. It's just like, damn! How many times do you want to keep going for that same title and not winning? At some point, you hell, you had better history with the tag title than, than you did with the NXT title. You could have yeah. found somewhere else to go. Yeah. But Becky in the roll-up, I don't think that's good for somebody who's just starting off their title reign. It's just not. It's yeah. not that I'm the champion, this is how it's going to go. It, it it did it. Her reign doesn't scream. It, it, it almost gives me a Charlotte Flair vibe. Like it was a, oh, you mm-hmm. need this to get, like how Charlotte's on her pursuit to 16. Mm-hmm. Oh, you need this to be a Grand Slam champion. Let's hand that to you really quickly so you can have it. It it didn't it didn't mean anything. It doesn't do much. I I do appreciate that she did want Tegan to be the one. But yeah. WWE going with Natalia just shows that even in NXT, they're not they're they're capping a lot of these girls off or they don't have faith in them cuz as a girl from and if I'm a girl in NXT right now, I'm thinking, damn, y'all really don't appreciate us 
or mm-hmm. anything that we're bringing to the company at this point. Because how did we, how did neither one, none of us get called up to say, hey, appear on Raw and, and let people see who you are? That could have been a Roxanne Perez situation. Um, right. Cora Jade is kind of lost in the shuffle of NXT. That could have been a Cora Jade debut. And you gave it to Natalia. Miss 15 years. I've been here. I deserve everything. I don't want to be known as my dad, but I do all his moves and I use my uncle's theme song. Nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing is original about her. And you're not going to convince me that Natalia should have been the one that took that spot last night. Yeah. Freaking Jalen taking shots at Natalia, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I respect her. I just can't. I just you're you when you you know when your time is coming on and yeah that yeah. clock is that clock is ticking. Yeah, and yeah, and no, and and no, I I agree with with everything you said, man. Look, to wrap to put this all up into a bow because I do want to get to the main event because there's I'm sure a lot to discuss with that as well. But here's what I'll say, man. Look. I get it. And I said this last time when we talked, me and Brian talked about um, the, the NXT show when she did win that championship. I get it. Ratings. You want to boost up a ratings. You want to get a cheap pop. You want to try to get some, some, you know, viewers over to NXT. That's fine, man. Like that, that's, that's a, that, that's, I, I get it. I, I understand to an extent. I get it. But why Becky Lynch holding on to this title is not fucking needed. At all, because it does nothing for the rest of these women in NXT. Roxy, freaking Gigi Dolan, Cora Jade, JC Jane, T- Tiffany Stratton, even being in that match. And people want to defend the notion that she got star power. Guys, what? Correct me if I'm wrong, Jalen. Like, what's been the talk ever <laughs> since that match? Has it been about Tiffany Stratton? Or has it been no, about it's, Becky it's, Lynch winning this title, win, being a Grand Slam champion? I've seen a million that, ads for Becky so bro, far. That's 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 what baffles me. Like, what did this do for Tiffany Stratton holding on to a championship? And I love and I love and just respect the hell out of Tiffany Stratton. She is damn good, and she is going to do wonders for this company, and she is definitely going to get opportunities. I'm not worried about her in her future. But for her to lose this championship to Becky Lynch, a woman that is legit outside of Charlotte Flair, your top female talent in your fucking company, and you send her down to NXT to take away this title from Tiffany Stratton, for what? For a cheap yeah. pop to get a hundred and some odd thousand viewership for, for NXT's <laughs> in NXT's ratings. Like it makes no fucking sense to, to me at all. And like you said, dude, the roll-up finish, man, I'm, sh- I'm sure you know how I feel about it, bro. This whole roll-up finish, man, it is so overplayed to where it, it is just so – it's just like I've seen enough of it because it, that's like – screw <laughs> hitting the finisher, right? Uh, uh, Jalen, this is like – this is a true story. I don't know – I can't even know half of like the roster's finishers anymore. Because all they do is the roll up. <laughs> That's their finisher. Xavier <laughs> Woods calls his finisher the backwoods because he knows right. the freaking the roll up is that freaking exposed. And hey, props to him. He wants to have some fun with it and shit. Props to him. But like to have Natalia and dude, and I, I one hundred percent agree with the whole situation with Natalia. Like that, 
that situation with Natalia, and I guess because they don't want an NXT talent to just come up and take that loss, even though they've done it before, they've done it with Carmelo Hayes already to freaking who's arguably your top NXT talent. I just I don't, and that's the thing, bro. It's like they they, they have exposure because they put on a great wrestling match, and you're special, kid. Like. I don't, Jalen, I don't understand. Like, oh, Jalen, all you have to do to be special, right? If you're Tiffany Stratton and if you're NXT, if, if you're these <laughs> NXT talents, just face, just face a main roster talent and fucking lose. That's all you got to do. It's just fucking Literally. lose. Forget like getting momentum in NXT. Forget feeling a certain type of way. Forget debuting. <laughs> forget debuting on the main roster in a, in a captivating way to get people's attention their first image of us of a person like tiffany stratton of a person like braun breaker a, a person like freaking who else a freaking uh whatever the whatever the hell right Frick, uh, carmelo hayes uh, yeah losing, carmelo yeah. Bro. they're fucking losing and it's the notion like oh don't worry <laughs> this is gonna do wonders for them in the long run because they went toe-to-toe with finn balor or becky lynch like nobody's talking about them. That's the problem, man. And it doesn't make sense for Becky Lynch out of all women, right? If you want to put main mm-hmm. roster on the talent, if you want to put Becky Lynch on the show, just, you know, just whatever, that's fine. Why take the title away from Tiffany? Why strip all of her momentum away just to be a grand slam champion when it doesn't mean shit, Honestly, everybody in their in their freaking mama's backyard is going to be a Grand Slam champion <laughs> in the year 2025. Like Finn Balor, right? Freaking AJ Styles. All these people are going to be Grand Slam champions, bro. Like, what is the what is the great accomplishment? I I, I don't get it, bro. Because you because we flip. It almost feels title. like it's just it's so weird. It almost feels like that's all that matters, and that's why I'm so mad about it because even going back to the Isla Dawn and Alba Fire, like you said, oh, came up, came up, and I'm like, oh, man, they're bringing the NXT tag titles up. But, of course, like you, like we all know, we can't have a good thing for too long when it comes yeah. to WWE. And now they lost, and like people said, oh, well, they lost to Ronda and Shayna, so this is going to be a great experience for them, a great match, and it puts them over, and they literally have not been on TV since then. Dude, yeah, I was gonna say, like, have, has anyone found Alba Al- Al- Fire, Nyla Dawn? I mean, they've been on a milk carton for the past freaking two to three freaking months. They, it's just like I think so they wrestled the right? a main event, and that you was unified, it. You unified the NXT tag titles, right? <laughs> and and they haven't been on shit since, bro. Like, it makes no. Again, man, these talents that are are that just have potential. Like and and they are given nothing, nothing. It's just it makes no, just to push the the Becky Lynch. And listen, I like Becky. I, listen, I really, really do. Like, oh, Becky. If I had to choose Becky over Charlotte, talent wise, and this may be an unpopular take, Becky Lynch is. is I'm, I'm serious. Like Becky, I would take Becky Lynch over a Charlotte Flair any day. However, with Becky, man, and, and dude, you're on the money when it comes to like the comparison with her. And, and 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 Charlotte, it's 
the 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 narrative and the notion is pretty much the same thing because Charlotte just won this title not too long ago, a couple years ago. And, and yeah. she won that title just again, just again, for what? Just to give some clout for NXT, a quick freaking hundred thousand freaking viewers on the <laughs> USA network. It just like, it, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense, man. And, and now you're going to give that. And, and, and if all of this though, and here's the thing, right, Jalen, and, and I'll end it with this. If all of this was seriously just to give the title back to Tiffany Stratton at what? And no mercy. I believe there's a pay-per-view called no mercy. Um, yeah, I think it's next it's weekend. Next, next weekend, right? What, what was the – besides a guy, besides <laughs> a cheap pop, besides getting a cheap pop in the rating, what was that for? Why kill and diminish the momentum for Tiffany? Oh, because Becky Lynch, she, she's one title away from being a Grand Slam champion. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Uh, it's just – I think it's, that it's, they're uh, killing – I think they're trying to stop their own mistakes because I think they realize that – Tiffany Stratton was such a big star that they didn't make her title win a big star title win. And I think yeah. they're trying to right their wrong by going, oh, well, now Tiffany can say she beat Becky Lynch for the title. But at the same time, she lost the title to Becky Lynch on a random ass Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean. So it, and first impressions matter, bro. That's the thing about with NXT. Like your first impression of these people are losing. because that, And that's why, Jalen, nobody – Outside of maybe if you want to cling on to Roman and Cody or LA Knight, nobody feels yeah. special. Nobody, dude. Yeah. And this, this is yeah. the reason why. And, and, it, and it, just <laughs> pisses, it just pisses me off that, that and then and people want to defend it and they want to spew all this bullshit and how it's doing wonders for Tiffany Strat and the, and the NXT brand when it's just making everybody in Tampa, Florida or, or Orlando, Florida, or whatever the freaking head freaking the performance center is like a bunch of geeks <laughs> it's just yeah. it's weird man it's really really weird but you know i'm sure Jalen, me and you will talk more about this you know on uh, on tiktok and all that stuff moving forward you know we'll, we'll stay in touch in regards to all that uh moving forward but yeah man as well as i'll be talking a lot about it moving forward when it comes to this whole situation but yeah man it's just it's not needed it was never needed and it's, <laughs> it's not needed at all but let's move on. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Giovanni Vinci. Or let, let me say that right, Jalen. Giovanni Vinci, as again, Samantha <laughs> Irving would say. Dude, Samantha Irving's fucking awesome. I love her impressions and shit. I can't say enough about that. Uh, Tommaso <laughs> Ciampa wins via the Sicilian stretch submission. So obviously, of course, this, I mean, I mean, nothing really much to say here. I mean, this was, again, Tommaso, it seems like he's going after that icy title. You want to build him up. You want to start getting his wins together. It's just, you know, I mean, cool. I mean, again, I I like Tommaso, man. I really do. And he did wonders for NXT Black and Gold and that whole shtick, right? People with Johnny Gargano yeah. and everybody. Like, dude, Tommaso is that freaking dude. But similar to, like, Bronson Reed, as well as others, man, they've had no direction up until this point. Ex- ever since they debuted, just... Like there's, there's nothing. And you can, dude, I, I, Tommaso Ciampa, like he raised his arms up on the second rope. The crowd did not budge, bro. Like nobody, nobody budged. (laughs) And it sucks. Like, dude, I remember, I don't know if you remember this, Jalen. It was, I believe it was the first matchup between Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa at TakeOver. And Mm -hmm. this dude, he came out to no music. It was just the crowd just calling him an asshole. 
loud. And I mean freaking yeah. loud. That was Tommaso at his freaking peak. He went from oh, that. Yeah. He went from that to not even a not not even the crowd budging out of the seat for him. That's fucking sad. I, I, and it it sucks, you know. But but uh, but look, I'll get to your thoughts, Jalen, in just a second before we get into the main event. But look, here's the one positive thing I'll have about this, and and I don't know how you feel about this too, Jalen, is that. You know, the way they emphasize, and this is a small minor detail. It doesn't mean maybe that much, but it's, again, it's a minor detail that I don't think is that minor, but it's the way that they emphasize the Sicilian stretch, like the name of the finisher. Like, oh, that's, they call that the Sicilian stretch. Like, I like when announcers do that shit. Like, tell me what mm. this finisher is. Like, there's, <laughs> there's so many times to where, like, somebody just hits a move and, like, freaking, <laughs> freaking, uh, you know, Kevin Patrick's like, what, what was that maneuver, freaking Corey? I don't know, but it was devastating. He's going for the cover. One, two, three. Like, <laughs> tell me what the maneuver is. <laughs> At least right. Mike Cole is emphasizing that. Like, that's that's cool, man. I, I like that. So, you know, emphasizing like this the name of the submission. Again, that's just a minor detail. I thought that that was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, man, Tommaso Ciampa getting this title opportunity. Can I see it, you know, happening? I mean, is, is it realistic? Yeah. If you if you build him up properly, but as of right now, where he's at leading into this, I, I don't know. I'm 50-50 with it. But Jalen, I'll let you get your thoughts, man. Your thoughts about Tommaso Ciampa and this icy title situation. Uh, um, so towards to what you said about the announcing of the finisher, I think that is what got me over with Bronson Reed. Because yeah. hearing uh Wade Barrett say tsunami yeah, as he's yeah. doing it, it just puts it that much higher up, like man. They're putting Absolutely. emphasis on yeah. this is how you this is a dominating move. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as Champa, the, the only thing I hate about this, and this may be the one downfall of having Imperium, is one, those two guys, Kaiser and um, Vinci, should be in the tag division right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. But also, every opponent for Grimther, you face Vinci one week, you face Kaiser the next. And then a week or two later, you get to finally fight Gunther. That's been the same cycle for the past three or four opponents. Yeah. So it's just like, I already know how this goes. They The guys usually put a great match on with Gunther because it seems like Gunther can't really have a bad match. I don't know what he's been built upon, but he can't have a bad match, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of... Th- I like Tommaso Ciampa. I hate that he's not getting any kind of reaction, but I'm also stuck on the fact that I don't think they had. I don't think they knew what they were doing with him when they did this, because you got to remember, just a few weeks ago, it was the I'm trying to find Johnny Gargano. So it's like, yeah, what I, happened I, I to that noticing, story? I've been noticing that, like, he's been posting a lot of stuff about, oh, like, where's Johnny Gargano, and that's been like teasing a DIY shtick or whatever, and then that seems like it's being put to the side Are you like I, I i don't know if you saw i'm sure you saw that Jalen. <laughs> i think it was they were in a, they had a house show in long island i think last week and johnny mm. gargano was in a match and i think it was against oh Omar. yeah he lost and he, and he lost, lost. To Omos. <laughs> i saw that i saw that oh <laughs> i was so confused God. it's just oh my lord dude it, it's just look and look here the thing is with diy too it's just like would DIY be cool? Yeah. Is it gonna is it gonna make the tag division that much more special? 
I'm 50 50 with it because there's really is nobody because and that's the thing like they can add yeah. one team right and yeah you can say maybe like Imperium because I agree dude like Imperium should be built right now outside of doing Gunther's dirty work or whatever you want to call it they should mm-hmm. feel like a dominant duo as a team right. and they just have they've kind of just been his henchmen you know and I get it to a certain yeah. degree especially the way Gunther's stardom is starting to slowly grow as he is eventually yeah. who knows when he's going to lose this IC title and go after the world title who freaking knows when maybe at WrestleMania or past WrestleMania who knows but I just hate the fact of a faction like your only sole focus on making look dominant is the leader of the group and not everybody right. around them like the hurt business like yeah. You had Bobby Lashley as like that dominant force along with MVP. That was cool. And then you had mm-hmm. Cedric and Shelton, and they just were geeks, bro. All they did was just were, were henchmen <laughs> and they got their ass whooped. As much as we love the right. hurt business, that's that's just what it was. And I don't right. understand why. Yes, like does like to an extent can that work of like you know, at one point they just they just get their ass whooped and just in a really cool segment? Yeah. Right. But it's every single night it feels like that these dudes just either lose or they just <laughs> get their ass kicked. And that that's yeah. just my problem with factions, man. But but before we go into the main event, um I am gonna throw out a name when it comes to the IC title and and I've mentioned this even on uh on, on TikTok, on our TikTok page as well, Instagram. Ilya Dragunov. I'm t- I think Ilya Dragunov, as of right now, Jalen, is a really good um, freaking person to take that title away from Gunther. Because A, it's believable. And B, right. you can tell the story from NXT UK. They have history together. So yep. now, obviously, you don't want to throw him into that situation right away because then it's obviously going to feel forced or whatever. So you don't want mm. you don't want that notion of like oh who's this dude just getting a title opportunity right out the gate you know let him come to the main roster let him introduce himself let him gain momentum and if you want to build that towards freaking who whatever big pay per view freaking a, a, a Royal Rumble or whatever like then that's right. when you have the match and you build it up properly to me that makes that makes the most sense sure you can put in a Chad Gable. Sure, you can put in a Tommaso Ciampa and it would be believable, but to really make this interesting would be to add in Ilio Dragunov and have him because dude, that dude is fucking good, bro. Even at his size and what he's been able to do over it on that brand, dude. Seriously, man, it, like that dude is freaking good, and that dude is well believable to take that title away from him. I don't know how you feel about that, man, but your thoughts in regard to that? I that's probably the best pick. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, because he's gonna be a new guy coming up, and I hate to say it, but there is a big divide between NXT fans and the regular SmackDown versus Raw viewers. That they're there, and I, I know people want to say, "Oh, well, we watch both shows." You guys don't watch both shows. You guys don't watch both brands. <laughs> I, I hate, I hate when people say, "Well, I watch NXT too." Well, you would know. Like I remember at one point when Tommaso Ciampa's "No One Will Survive" like song would hit, yeah, and everyone would go crazy. Dude, People hear it now and they're confused. <laughs> right, dude. That's it. Yeah. Um, and but to the dragon off, the way I've seen him beating people so much, and just the physicality, nobody has gotten to that. I think Seamus is probably the only guy mm-hmm. who has been able to match Gunther's physicality. 
Yeah. Dragunov is going to be a guy that can just come in and immediately you're going to see how hard hitting he is. And hell, you could even put him in a fight with a Sheamus or okay. someone else that's going to be hard hitting a Drew McIntyre. Okay, true. Yeah, I was and, say Drew McIntyre is a good name too. Yeah. And let him beat them. And then, hey, Gunther, I want that shot. I've beaten the guys that haven't been able to beat you. So now I deserve this shot. And you could get the same thing that you had at Class at the Castle with Seamus and Gunther with Dragunov. And Gunther, if you push it to a Survivor Series, I feel like Survivor Series, he has to lose that title by then. Because I feel like it's time for him to go to the world title picture. You were yeah. a great Intercontinental Champion. You, like, the, the way as a heel, I've never seen a heel of late grab that much attention. And people genuinely love his matches. And love him as a heel, probably outside of what Dominic Mysterio is doing right now. People love Gunther as a heel, but when you hear that music, you hear everybody stand up. Samantha Irwin does her amazing, amazing ring announcement of them. And then they get in the ring, and you watch Gunther, and not even just him. I watched Giovanni Vinci get champion yesterday, and I was like, this is a match that could have gone on another 10 minutes. And I would have sat there and watched it. Mm -hmm. Vinci is so good, and like he hit a I want to say he had a clothesline on Champa, and you could just hear it. And it was right, just yeah. like, this is what you need mm-hmm. in this division. The Intercontinental title has to be a hard-hitting title. The world title is going to be secondary until Roman loses his. Unfortunately, just, that's just the where the line is drawn. Yeah. So the IC title, to me, is your world title. And I, you have to have people slug it out and fight for it to get there. So Dragunov, I could see him taking it, and I also could see people liking his character if they let him just go like he was in NXT. Don't try to change him. Don't pull a Keith Lee and start calling him a bear cat or whatever you want to call him. <laughs> just let him go straight up. Let him yeah. go straight up and let yeah. him do his thing. Mm-hmm. And who's going to stop him at that point? I'm thinking he's going to beat Carmelo, though. Yeah. This time around. So it looks like they're going to keep him. But if you didn't want to keep him, let him lose to Carmelo. Let him go up. Yeah. that yeah. That's your best choice to take that title off of him. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it seems like, I mean, who knows with the whole, like you said, the the NXT title situation. I mean, if the fact, if, if Dragunov is the guy to, to be NXT world champion, because I'm sure they want to, at some point, they want Carmelo Hayes to be on that main roster at mm-hmm. some point. Similar, same with people like a Braun Breaker. I mean, who knows with Braun Breaker? But yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting with that. I guess I think they also have a match at No Mercy, uh, Dragonoff yeah. and Carmelo Hayes. So a lot is going to be, I guess you could say a lot is going to be uh, told after that pay-per-view and where I guess where sure. people are going when it comes to staying in NXT or not. But yeah, man, um, and I'm glad I'm glad you feel the same way with Dragonoff, man. Like to me, that just makes the most sense when it comes to taking that title with Gunther and making it feel important at the end of the day. For right? sure, so, that big fight feel, as they like to call it. Big fight feel, exactly, exactly. Well, let us dive into our main event for Monday Night Raw. So the main event was main event Jey Uso versus <laughs> Drew McIntyre. Before commercial break, the Judgment Day, they hit ringside. You know, of course, they're trying to recruit Jey Uso, so they're trying to have his back or whatever. Um, They freaking – so Dominic and Damian Priest, they get involved. 
Jay Uso hits us. It looked like a super kick. I don't know if it was a drop kick or a super kick. It looked like a super kick. And Drew McIntyre kicks out. The Judgment Day, they try to like, you know, they try to buddy buddy up freaking Jay in the corner and like he goes for a <laughs> fist bump. He actually gives them the fist bump. And then all of a sudden it's followed by super kick after super kick to all members of the Judgment Day. And it's followed by a Claymore to from Drew McIntyre, and Drew McIntyre wins the match. Um, you know, and then post match the judgment day. So they're pissed off because they just got freaking, they got a super kick party. No, uh, no pun intended to the young bucks, but a super kick party <laughs> from the young bucks. Uh, they surround, uh, Jey Uso, like a pack of like hyenas or whatever. And Drew McIntyre's walking up the ramp and he's hesitant. He looks back like, Oh, do I want to help this guy? Do I not? He's very conflicted. And they start beating this dude up. Of course. And then Drew is still like, oh, do I want to help? He's like walking slowly towards the ramp, down the ramp. He's like, he's still hesitant. And he decides, <laughs> like, I'm not helping this dude. As he just completely turns his back. And then that's when Cody Rhodes comes to the aid. Superhero Cody Rhodes legit takes out all <laughs> members of the Judgment Day. That was fucking weird to me. Um, it's just, I don't know how that makes the Judgment Day look <laughs> one guy freaking def- taking out an entire fucking faction. But what, what do I know, Jalen? Um, Cody Rhodes stands tall. He's with Jey Uso. The Judgment Day retreat up the rampway, and that is your show. That is Monday Night Raw. As Monday Night Raw goes off the air, Jalen, I'll let you have the floor, man. Your thoughts in regards to this match. Your thought and your thoughts in regards to Drew McIntyre. It seems like at some point we're gonna get this heel turn. At some point, who knows when? As there it seems like a seed has now officially been planted. You know, not helping Jey Uso in this situation. So. Yeah, your thoughts, man, in regards to all this. I, the match itself could have been better. I do think that Fair, they yeah. need to, and this is just a personal thing. I think that they need to have Jey Uso open up his bag when it comes to wrestling moves a little bit, because he still fights the exact same way, like he as if he was in a tag team. And at some point, you have to build your own style. One thing that I like the mixture of the different storylines to end the main event, but like you said, Cody taking out three members of the Judgment Day, I didn't get. I did like Drew McIntyre doing his best, uh, Jim Ross, and kind of seeing the seeing all the chaos and going, "Well, this isn't my business, so I'm gonna go ahead and go to the back." Right. But I get that Cody is your 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 number one guy. Something, something's got to give mm-hmm. because he literally has nothing to do, and that semi is affecting the Jay Uso. Because are you, are you, are you working toward the Jay Uso versus Cody, or are we going to see Jay Uso and Cody tag against the Judgment Day for the next month and a half? Like, what's going to be the end goal with all of this? Mm-hmm. Because right now, you Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have nothing to do. Um, Cody has nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Jay is trying to win back people's trust or win people's trust at all. And I don't even see a direction with that quite yet. I'm still going to give it a couple weeks because I still do think that they have something great planned for him. Where does the judgment day go with more tag team opponents? Cause you haven't built up anyone else. Right. Um, we still haven't gotten an answer to why they attacked AJ styles. It's it's just so many 
and the OC was nowhere to be found. It's just nothing nothing about the ending made sense except for Jay and Drew. Yeah. And I guess that was the intention. There's more questions than answers, as you can say, right? Which like, is which is a I know the whole Eric Bischoff leave them asking why. Yeah. And and I get that. Right. But, yeah. But it's here's the thing, and I'll and I'll get back to you in just a second, Jalen, and I'll let you get your <laughs> final thoughts in. It's not good questions though. It's like what the right. fuck is going on? I'm lost. This is shit's going off the rails type of questions. That's the thing, right? And I get it. Like you want your fans to not know what's going to happen, right? Because Jay, you know, Jalen, right. you know, me and you, I'm sure like we watch the show and we know what's coming two weeks from now, right? We we know what, what what's gonna oh. happen, who's gonna be <laughs> right? It's we we already know. And, and that's what wrestling has meant, like cliffhangers. Right. And when it comes to Drew, like that's the only thing, honestly, that has any semblance of having any legs to stand on, really. But yeah, your final thoughts, bro, in regards yeah. to this. I want Jay to I, I did notice something that I don't know if you guys that you noticed as well. Everything that Jimmy goes through the the Friday before, Jay pretty much goes through that that following Monday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if and I didn't pick up on that till the other day, and I was like, okay, well, Jimmy lost to AJ. Now Jay is losing to Drew. So is this all just a big, oh man, let's have our match against each other? But now we realize that we can't do anything without each other, just to come back to form the Usos down the road. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that that would be and and. and you would think that maybe that would be at a survivor series since they're, you know, they're on separate brands, at least try to make somewhat sense of this brand (laughs) split. Right. So yeah, it, no, it's funny. You mentioned that Jalen. It's, it's really, it's a good point. Like that is something that they honestly could do because yeah, it's very, it's similar. However, when it comes to with Jay, I, the, the situation with Jay, before I get to Drew, the situation with Jay, just like I said at the top of the show there, it makes sense and there's legs to stand on and there's pieces that you can connect with the locker room, not liking him. I like that aspect, but with Jimmy, you go over to SmackDown with Jimmy and he's (laughs) aligning himself back with the bloodline which makes everything that Jay or excuse me, Jimmy said about him turning on Jay now makes no fucking sense. So everyone's just turned off by it. And now it's just, and yeah. And and could that be the fact that, you know, we, we talked about it earlier about this company trying to right their wrongs in a way to get the Usos back together, get somewhat of a semblance of a tag division back in order because without the Usos, man, you don't have them yeah it's nothing it's fucking nothing <laughs> it, it's it's, it's <laughs> dead and yeah that that could be something that you know and who knows you know i guess could this be a sign of you know war games are they going to do war games again with like the judgment day freaking jd mcdonough as well you're going to have cody freaking kevin owens sammy um and who else freaking involved so that could be another way oh, to go. Man. Do they do like the traditional five on five? I heard like a rumor about Team Jimmy and Team Jay. Who who knows, man? But oh god, oh god, that's that's <laughs> oh, dude, it's, 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 <laughs> that's something I see, bro. I'm I'm just you know just 
you know, I hate to like paint the pictures <laughs> of what like what people are thinking, but yeah. And when it comes to Drew Lynn, let me let me get to Drew. Um, to be honest with you, Jalen, like I, I love the fact that they're finally hinting this heel turn. I am because it's long mm. overdue. He should have mm. turned heel the minute he came back at Money in the Bank. They should have again. It's it's striking while the iron is hot. He was in freaking in London. He was in a raucous England crowd. They should have done it right then and there when he returned at Money in the Bank. And they've dragged this out to where he was doing some shtick with Matt Riddle, which was the weirdest fucking thing ever. With, the, <laughs> with also with the New Day involved, that's just another clusterfuck. You add all those individuals together and you get one steaming pile of just Triple H, what the fuck stew, right? It's just, <laughs> it's so weird. And it's just like Drew McIntyre has never felt just unimportant. And this is a guy that won the Royal Rumble, had the one of the biggest pops I've ever heard, at least in recent memory, when he won that Rumble match. And ever since, man, and I've said it from the beginning, and I'm going to say it now, and it's no fault of his own. It really isn't. It's just it is what it is. That yeah. the whole Thunderdome shit, the pandemic, that that was that that killed his momentum, bro. It really did. And it's so unfortunate yeah. to where he had to win that championship in front of an empty performance center. And he never got back on that same that same train ever since then. Yeah, he had. Yeah, I, I, I hated it for him. But yeah, it, it's mm. just, it, it's just, it's, and now, look, I guess you can say beggars can't be choosers because it seems like we are getting it, but it's just like, man, mm. the right timing was that fucking money in the bank, man. It really was. But yeah, your thoughts, bro, before we wrap this up, man, your thoughts in regards to that. Uh, first, I wouldn't have put him, I, 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 I think they did right at money in the bank by not having him turn yet. My point of turning should have been after he lost at SummerSlam and then Riddle and him kind of fumbled the tag opportunity. That is when I would have done it. Because one, and as you can see with Riddle staying in trouble, Riddle can't stay out of his own fucking way. Every time you turn around, Riddle's in trouble for something stupid. Yeah, yeah. And I just can't risk a guy as big as Drew McIntyre being tied to that with the risk of knowing that you, I could wake up one morning and you fuck it up. It's similar to what's going on with AEW and CM Punk. I, it's hard to tie a great superstar to someone like that. And then knowing that you might get on the internet and say something crazy, it would do something crazy. And it's going to fuck up everything we have going. Hmm. Drew should have turned heel. Drew should have been on his arc of almost. He should have been on the same arc of, as Nia Jax. That should be his spot right now. Hmm. I'm going to beat everybody and I'm going to prove it because a Seth versus Drew match I could believe that Drew could take that title off of him yeah no I don't want to see Drew and Gunther run it back No, I don't want to see Drew and Sheamus even fight again No, I want to see Seth and and Drew McIntyre go at it and I want him to take that title off of him Mm mm-hmm and th- and that's the thing too, right? And that's that's exactly what I wanted to see, man. Like when it comes to the title change at SummerSlam, you talked about Finn Balor taking that championship. I truly feel mm-hmm. like Drew McIntyre should have been in that in that situation when it comes to being in a match with Seth Rollins and regaining that momentum that he should have had 
after he won that title or after he won the Rumble not too long ago, right? And I just felt like right. holding off of Money in the Bank, doing that turn, and then you kickstart that into Monday Night Raw, and you build that, and then you make that moment special at SummerSlam. And then, and now I guess people can argue like, oh, well, why would you throw him in the championship right away? But still, like, it makes it makes sense for him wanting to come back and because that's what that's what Drew McIntyre needs, bro. He needs he needs to feel important, regardless if it's like for a title or not. He needed that moment at a big stage with a raucous crowd like England to do that turn. Mm-hmm. Like that was the moment for again for even fans watching it on their television screen to say, "Whoa, man!" Like. I need to see what Drew McIntyre does on Monday Night Raw, and then that's when they tune to Monday Night Raw to see what Drew McIntyre does next. And he, you know, he right. called out Seth. You you book the match for SummerSlam, right? You know, and you tell the story however you want to tell it, and and that's that's it, man. You know, and that's the thing, right. Jalen. Like, I don't care who they push. I don't care. Like, it's not my company. Whatever they, <laughs> if they want to push Nia Jax, whatever, right? We can bitch about that until the cows come home. It is what it is. Right? <laughs> Just make me care, right? And again, I'm not the biggest Drew McIntyre fan. I like Drew McIntyre, but if that's the guy right. that you want to turn heel and feel important again, sign me up. And if it's for a world championship, a guy that's believable to take the title away from Seth in a big stage like SummerSlam, sign me the fuck up, man. You know, and that's just. But you know, they didn't do it, and here we are. He messed around with the with the New Day and Matt Riddle talking about Mick Griddle, whatever the fucking tag team name that was. And, <laughs> and now and now here we are. So I guess you can say beggars can't be choosers. We're getting it. Um, and yeah. I guess at least – so I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It's long overdue. That's all I know. And I wish they could have pulled the trigger when the timing was right. You know, when – again, I always talk about reading the room. But I, I guess like, you, like I said, man, beggars can't be choosers. We're getting it. And I just hope that – it it can though Drew McIntyre continues to ride this wave because he did end the show and it was the most talked about headline coming out of the show and I just mm. and I hope now I mean again this is the situation we're in now keep this going for Drew right yeah whether and and I don't know man like at some point like just pull WWE just pull the fucking trigger and just make, <laughs> just just do it man seriously it, it's long overdue bro it's been long overdue this entire summer and yeah man so and then with the bloodline dude just to wrap it up you know the Jey Uso thing at least you can connect dots there with Jimmy can that get on the right track who knows but it's the bloodline story Jalen I don't know how you feel about it but like the magic of it all and the high that we were on for the longest time, it's, it's yeah. done. It, it's really done. They're going to have to really work triple 10 times harder to really get this thing really back on track if they really want to make this special. But, uh, but yeah, man, uh, I'll let the, I'll let you have the floor, man. Your, your overall thoughts, man, on this show before we end things. To, to, well, first to get to the whole Jimmy and the bloodline story, I don't know where they go. I hated that Paul Heyman said the whole "we're only in the was it the bottom of the third. I'm the like, I don't think you really know how. I don't think you know how long a baseball game is because this is <laughs> you don't have that much time, right? And and baseball games already don't garner the attention of crowds enough. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm a guy that played baseball all my life growing up. I love baseball. I'm a huge Braves fan. It it's not it's not amusing. It's it's not amusing anymore. Yeah. I remember watching the tag match where they finally beat and pinned Roman and I was like, okay, you probably got another month of this left and then it has to go away. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. it didn't go away. And now they're dragging it along. Mm-hmm. And then Jimmy put a We the One shirt on last Friday night and I was like, <laughs> I I don't know what the hell is I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but Raw overall, I felt like they focused on match quality a little bit more because you had a lot more solid matches across the board. But I do think that they have to do a little bit more to garner these people's attention. Yeah. I, I've, I've said it for the longest. Wrestling fans are almost, they say it, they're like cats. Like you put the little light on the, on the wall, they're going to play with it for a little bit, but the minute the light goes away, their mind is focused on other things. And with so many other companies, and and this is just a little tidbit I have, with everything that's going on chaotic-wise for AEW right now, this should have been where you were putting on your best shows and giving your best material. Right, yeah. Because AEW right now doesn't know. They, they can't go a, a week, it seems like, without having some kind of drama. You guys could be taking over and truly, if you want to knock them off the block or knock the competition down, this is your chance. And I felt like Monday was an okay start to it. But if Friday doesn't come with some kind of heat, you're you're you're, you're missing an opportunity to to step on the neck of the competition, seemingly. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And. We're going to find out, man, and I'm sure a lot of questions are going to be answered when it comes to Jimmy's side of the story and where that continues to go. <laughs> as well as The Rock, man. I mean, The Rock return, was that just a one-time thing? Are we going to hear more about The Rock potentially <laughs> having a match with Roman? Is that once again back up in the air? So a lot of questions are going to be are going to be answered, man. So it's going to start with SmackDown and going into Fastlane and going into the end of this calendar year. So... Who knows, man? But uh, one thing I know is, Jalen, it's going to be one hell of a bumpy ass ride. <laughs> that's that's. One yeah. thing sure. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another edition of Ruthless Talk. This was our Monday Night Raw review for September 18th, 2023, live in Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, Jalen, man, I want to appreciate you for taking the time out of your day to join me this evening, bro. This was a lot of fun. Um, you know, like I see, you are welcome back on this platform anytime, my man. And again, well, I'll put all of his social medias and all of this stuff on our TikTok as well as our Instagram page for you guys to go check him out. Um, as well as, of course, man, you guys know the drill. Make sure you guys join our Facebook page as we have almost close to over or almost at 70 members up on that Facebook page as well as uh, TikTok and Instagram. That is ruthless underscore talk as we are well over. Um, 900 followers on both platforms so i want to thank everybody for you know following of course and of course watching this podcast we want to thank you guys so much regardless if you watch on spotify as well as apple Podcasts, we always appreciate you guys tuning in and make sure you guys stay tuned for more episodes to come jalen your final thoughts my man before we end this show man um i appreciate you guys having me on man this is really fun um like i said i'll, I'll always come back i know you said brian may be out for a little bit like i said a one call away um i think i this is this is this, this is the kind of thing the wrestling community needs where we're going to say the stuff that people don't want to hear 
We might say the stuff you might agree with, mm-hmm. but you gotta. Everybody has their own opinion. We're all not gonna see it the same way. Yeah. But I think that's the beauty of what's going on. Right. Um, I think me and you agree on a lot of stuff. Like a lot of times when I get tagged in your videos, I'm like, yeah, he he beat me to it. But th- this is exactly what I'm feeling in this moment with this too. Yeah, enjoy the wrestling for what it is, man. I'm a big Impact Wrestling guy, so enjoy wrestling for what it is. I'm glad that we're getting so much of it damn near every day of the week. Yeah. Back when I was back when I was little, and I'm pretty sure we're the same way too. You had SmackDown, you had Raw, you may have a pay-per-view once a month. Mm-hmm. Now every day from Monday to Saturday, I got something new. Right. So I'm I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for the wrestling. Yeah. Um this is a great opportunity, man. Please y'all go follow the show. These guys are great. I know a lot of people think they just complain. These guys don't just complain. They have a lot <laughs> of great points behind what they're saying. Please tune in and listen. And I, I see a lot of guys complaining in your comments, and they said, oh, well, I commented before I watched the whole video. Watch the whole video, man. Right. Watch yeah. the whole video. Understand what we're talking about. And, and I'm watch, pretty sure you guys will learn something. Watch these episodes, man. Take everything that you hear from me or Brian or anybody that comes onto this platform and go and watch these podcasts. Because trust me, we're actually – more positive than you guys originally think that we are, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm telling you, but yeah, but Jalen, just to wrap things up again, man, you know, I appreciate you for being that fan that, you know, is passionate about wrestling that loves wrestling and wants to just see it get better. You know, you know, it's, it's like, it's calling, it's just being honest and calling it like it is. And I just feel like a lot of wrestling fans, yes, they give their opinions and, but it's those opinions are not, helping getting this business or wanting this business to see this business get better when it, whether it's AEW right. or, or WWE. And that's why, you know, me right. and Brian have had this platform to not just of course, to spew out our takes and our opinions, but to give you guys facts and to give you guys our, and just to give you guys our honesty, right? Cause that's the one thing right. about that this wrestling community needs to do more of, and that's be honest, right? Just because uh, I'm a fan of Sasha Banks, I'm a fan of freaking Bray Wyatt. I'm wearing the freaking Bray Wyatt gym, hey. merch, right? But I rest in peace. Rest in peace to Bray Wyatt, bro. Win the Rotunda, man. Freaking, it's I can't believe that dude has freaking left this earth. It's insane. But, but yeah, man. Like just because I'm a fan of these dudes, man, doesn't mean that you know I'm going to be biased and just freaking you know freaking hooting and holler and 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 praise everything they do. No, that that's not what it is, man. <laughs> You know, it, it's it's calling it the way it is. It's talking the facts. It's talking of you know what the the reality of what's going on. You know, because we can talk about right. our favorite wrestlers and be biased and all that, but is that truly helping? Being a voice in this community is that really helping professional wrestling get better? And that's that's what right. the, this platform is about. You know, if you want to come onto this platform, if you want to join this 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 community, awesome. We're, <laughs> we are happy to seriously. We are happy to have you. But if you can't take yeah. the, the constructive criticism, then das boot, man. <laughs> that's, it, right. that's, that's <laughs> it, man. But once again, Jalen, thank you so much, bro, uh, for being a part on this platform, man. Like I said, you are welcome back anytime. And I'm sure, you know, we'll be in touch. We'll be, I'm sure, you know, we'll, we'll be in, in talks in regards to you joining up the show again, man, because this was a lot of fun. And, and of course, shout out to everybody. I know that's on TikTok that are also creators on TikTok. Shout out to all you guys that do watch this podcast. And like I said, stay tuned for more special guests like Jalen to come over the next several weeks. So that is going to do it for today's episode, everybody. My name is James Porcelli alongside with Jalen Johnson. We are signing off saying salute, peace out, 
and take care, everybody. Peace.